Alors bonjour, comment ça va? C'est Lydia, your favorite host. Just kidding. Well, let us know, actually. Who's your favorite? <laughs> oh, that's dangerous. It's okay, guys. You, you don't need to tell us. I know it's, I know it's mercy. I, I, my ego can't take the comments. Just kidding. Keep the comments to yourselves about your favorite host. It's fine. We all know our worth. Um, but yeah, just popping in real quick to remind y'all or I guess notify you in case you don't read the descriptions that this is part four in our immigrant parent slash first generation children dynamic. We never really ended up coming with a legit um, name for the series, but this is the final section, the final episode in that series. Aww, cue the, I wish I had a soundboard. And then I could just have sound effects. But I'm sure you guys are all really sad. But yeah, this is the final section. So this is kind of part four of the of the overarching series. Part two of the episode we did with my mom. Part one and two with Pastor Sam. Part three with my mom are all up on Spotify, Apple, wherever you guys are listening to your podcast. So if you haven't listened to those, please listen to those first. If you have listen to them again that would be great i think half child for life um which is the episode that we did with sam one of them is like one of our most it's like one of our highest listens which is really great um and thank you for that guys actually it has like 900 listens or something which is really amazing so that's really dope i think that is somewhat indicative of this these discussions kind of hitting close to home and that's really all that we want so yeah um we hope that these episodes these last few episodes were um helpful we hope that you guys have either listened to them with your parents or have talked about what we've talked about with your parents that's really kind of like our biggest um our biggest hope so yeah this particular episode is a continuation of the conversation we had with my mom the first episode was kind of like the intro, so kind of talking about what it's like for the parents to kind of uproot and, you know, bring their kids to a new country and all of the hopes and expectations that are attached with that. And then in this one, we kind of talk about, not necessarily regrets, but my mom kind of talks about, you know, how parents do kind of evolve over time and um, how how they kind of learned as they go and we talk about a couple of other like really interesting points so yeah thank you to pastor sam for being on these episodes and for this whole idea thank you to my mom mom i love you i have listened to these episodes multiple times over the last couple weeks and they make me laugh so much um you my top five comedian and you number one you ain't no, you ain't top five you top one so thanks for being on it mom love you and thank you to all the moms and dads out there doing your thing. Um, we see you. We see you. So on that note, we're going to cut to the intro in three, two, one. And the, and and I love what you said about like 
it is what it is now we as kids have the opportunity to correct it yeah but um can does it make sense to you when i say like at least have even having those conversations with us when we were younger of i'm like this or we have these rules because of this do you, can you see how that could have didn't been I have to open Did you know? would, would I? like no? with the, i mean it's it's a tr- I've, I've actually had this conversation with with bt but like there was no i don't know it's tricky to discuss like sexual harassment and yeah. kidnapping and rape yeah. with kids but honest to god mom i had mm-hmm. no idea why you were so afraid of yeah. sleepovers oh. until I was grown enough to learn about what rape is and like mm. you you would always say like oh you know yeah. anything could happen and in my mind I'm like what could what happen could happen? <laughs> you always say the dad the brother and you're like I but don't you, get it but as like, a I kid, know the dad I know the brother and, you know, chill. and, yeah. maybe, and maybe back home maybe I don't know maybe kids are more mature there whatever yeah. they, but here like genuinely but even to I explain know that the, like yeah. none of that happens back home I think would be helpful because I, I remember I we didn't know that until we went back home and we were talking about it with like our cousins of like oh like kidnaps abductions and I remember seeing our cousins reaction back home of like that would never happen to Ethiopia. And that was where initially, and that was like probably, I think I was grade nine or something, where I initially mm-hmm. started to realize like, oh, certain things happen in North America that you guys saw for the first time exactly. that did not happen. Because like back home, the worst fear is someone will steal from you, right? Mm-hmm. Like thieves. But yeah. in terms of all the other things that happen here, you guys yeah. don't see it. Yeah. But nobody ever, like, our parents never explained that to us. Yeah. They're just so, coming at us okay. heavy. So yeah. then we spend our childhood and our early adolescence just annoyed upset. at you guys. <laughs> yeah. Because we think you guys are saying no for the sake of saying no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I think we could have done a better job. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. why I'm, I, I'm not afraid to, yeah. know, to take responsibility, honestly. I wish we said those things. Yeah. We communicated. But... In our mind, we feel like, especially, okay, if I speak about myself, yeah. for myself, I feel like telling you all those stuff is kind of like making you paranoid about mm-hmm. yourself. Like adding to your own adding, fear. Adding yeah. to you the fear, you know, oh, this is going to happen, you know. I don't want you to be crippled mm-hmm. by fear. Gotcha. I want to be fearful on, on your behalf, behalf gotcha. and then on my behalf too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So okay. if I say, you know, this is not allowed. And sleepover is not allowed back home. Mm-hmm. I wasn't sleeping over. Never. <laughs> so, so. That is true. <laughs> Get it? Yeah. So it, it wasn't a big deal for me. But yeah. now mm-hmm. looking okay. back, yeah. as I said, it's not per se about the sleepover, but about developing that friendship. Because yeah. Of yeah. That. Every culture has its own beauty. Right. You know? If maybe somebody, you know, your friend is or somebody you may not, or even you know, like mainstream Canadian or Asian, whoever listens to this podcast mm-hmm. might say, oh, if she has that much fear, why is she here still? Mm-hmm. Why did she have her kids here? Why, did, why, did, why, she why didn't she ship them off to, to her country? They mm-hmm. might say that. But I wanted to say this thing. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the good things in this society outweighs the bad things. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why we are here. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the good things, you know, being, you know, who you are or, you know, achieving your goal, whatever mm-hmm. that goal is, um, going to your the, your choice of education mm-hmm. or university, 
you know, trying to, you know, go from here to Montreal, from Montreal to BC, mm -hmm. wherever you go, you are Canadian, you can work, you can go to school. Yeah. Yeah. And nobody is going to harass you. If you don't want to go out with a boy, he's yeah. not going to kick you yeah. or he's not going to threaten you. I, yeah. mean, I think as far, as far as I know. They don't even ask you here. Oh, really? Oh. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. We're I'm dead. I'm dead. They should. Okay. <laughs> okay, guys, you need to ask, you know. <laughs> so, so the good thing yeah. outweigh the right. bad thing yeah but the bad thing the good thing is always good mm -hmm. you know let's say i wonder about this actually in life all the time mm. if a person win a lottery yeah you are happy you call your friends you plan about the money and then this evening tomorrow you know things don't change much mm -hmm. you still have that many you'll okay you say you'll build a house you'll make a tour mm -hmm. you know visits you know around the world but it's with a light heart. But if somebody is hurt, mm -hmm. like somebody got in, uh, into accident, yeah. the agony lingers. Yeah. You know what I mean? It yeah. stays for months, two months, three months. Yeah. Because the pain it, is it, that. It's deeper, as well. yeah. yeah. So that's why even I was thinking, maybe this is out of, uh, out of this context, but when a person, you have a friend, for example, mm -hmm. who is good to you, who is, you know, in bad times, in good times with you. Mm -hmm. But one day, you know, that friend didn't show up for when when you need him or when you need her. Yeah. And you'll be mad. Yeah. Because those good times don't have a scar. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You don't remember You can't forget them. Yeah. yeah. But the bad things, you they, they will scar you. Yeah. You'll remember them. Yeah. So the reason we are that paranoid raising our children is because the bad thing is bad thing well, and wait. it has yeah. very bad impacting everlasting impact right. on our children right. and on our life so right. yeah i can confess as i said <laughs> i wish we speak more mm. clearly yeah. and say this is the reason that we don't allow you mm -hmm. yeah. but we didn't do that as i said right. we are yeah. also figuring it out we totally. are also trying where to go what totally. what to do you know yeah. where do we fit in this canadian society or totally. american yeah. society so yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah, no, that makes sense. you said you want oh, to. Oh, my do question. It? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, to maybe break if this it's answered the education thing. Yeah. No, I was, because you, when you're talking about education, you're talking about, we all, I feel like we always heard that story of like, oh, they moved away from their parents. The boy, like you were mentioning, the boys who move away from their parents, they're yeah. studying in the dark. By candlelight. Candlelight. <laughs> yeah. All for this one moment where they like, call their parents at their graduation party and say, I did this because of my parents. I've always wondered, like, do parents not realize how much pressure they put on education? Because we talked about it. It's like you're thinking, why would you settle for less? And I think they underestimate how much pressure they put on education. Because when I, I heard that story growing up, and like mm -hmm. when you're in grade five and six, and I'm sitting there like, oh my God. Like I, my dad fully told me that story. Like I can't wait till they call your name and they say, Dr. Mercy. And you'll say, I did this because of Dr. Abbe. Like it's all a toy. And like, it's exciting when you're younger, but once you reach high school, you say, oh my God, like I can barely keep up 80s here. You reach university and you're like, I can't, like I literally can't, right? And yeah. like at what point will immigrant parents take responsibility for the pressure they put on school? Because I feel like there's a lack of pressure on the Canadian students that 
they see in school. Like when they enter become a nurse, they're becoming a nurse because they're becoming a nurse. Mm. But when we're becoming a nurse, it's like, oh, well, that graduation party is in five years. And yeah. I need to be like ready. I need to be finish my school. I need to have a job. I need to have this, this, this. Mm-hmm. That unfortunately, when I like looking at the medical careers, I said, it's not for me because the amount of pressure to accomplish that was too much for me mm. to even put the effort in. Mm-hmm. And from my parents' point, I understand. It's like, no, Mercy, you get good grades. You should be able to do it. But I said, like, in my own mind, I was like, no, I can't do that. Because, mm-hmm. like, if I don't com- accomplish it, that is too, like, scary. So I'd rather just not try. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, it was, was probably very frustrating for a parent to hear. Mm. But, um, like, do they see the pressure? Do you see that as uh, pressure? Or do you, like how do you yeah. see it? As? Do you, yeah, do you even consider maybe the, it? Yeah, maybe the kids see it as from pressure. The <laughs> but the candlelight story just really <laughs> hits you as a yeah. kid. You say, "Oh, yeah. I have like." For so me, like, for yes. me, it was top of my class. I even heard oh, like the head I was the I was top of my class, and yeah. I'm like. There's a lot of kids yeah. in my class. <laughs> or like yeah. my parents, it's like because they had like they came to Canada, they had education. Unfortunately, it didn't transfer. Yeah. So there was that pressure of like, oh, my mom's like, like I am electrical engineer, but here I'm working as a custodian right. because it won't transfer. Mm-hmm. But I want you not to have to deal with that. Exactly. And I said, oh. Like I wish you could just work as an electrical engineer and like. I wouldn't have that pressure of yeah. You know what? It's like it's like we're trying to redeem exactly. Like I'm like I'm so sorry. This country didn't accept your career education. Yeah, but and I said I can. Wow, like you know in this um. I remember one time driving. I don't know to work or somewhere. Mm. I was listening to CBC radio, and there was a girl. I think. Don't quote me on that, but I believe she's from Pakistan, mm. those kind of area. Mm. The girl is an artist. Mm. She, I think you told me this. I yeah. told you. Ah, yeah, yeah. I don't miss telling you this kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because that was eye-opening for me. Yeah. She said um, her parents, back then, they worked there. She said, this off, you know. Your ass off. I don't know. I didn't say that. Yeah, she said <laughs> that. And then they got a good job. Bought a good house, bought mm-hmm. a car. They made, you know, life good life. Mm-hmm. But they brought us here so that we can have even a better life. Mm-hmm. After we came here, she said, "What she wants to do is painting." Mm-hmm. That drove the dad nuts. Mm-hmm. He said, "You ain't painting here." He didn't say "ain't" because this is ours. He said, <laughs> "You cannot just sit down and paint. Right. You have to study and you have to get good grade and then." Go to engineering or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She hates that engineering business. Mm-hmm. She wanted to paint. Yeah. So one day she said, she told him, yes, she's studying what he's saying, but she wasn't. Yeah. She's just sitting oh, in she, her classroom yeah. <laughs> and doing these fabulous paintings, you know, paint after paint. Yeah. And then one day he came to her room. She said, he saw all those paint. paintings. She said he ripped them to mm-hmm. pieces. That's so sad. He was so mad, she said. Oh, no. And I don't know, I forgot the story, but that girl was very much determined. She said, she became a good artist. That's why she was on CBC. On CBC. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She said, when they were back home, they did this, they did this, and then they had a good life, but we brought, they brought us for a better life. Yeah. Back home in Pakistan, there is no a good you know, artist or painter yeah. that inspired me. Yeah. But here when I came, that was my interest. And there are so many inspiration in that field. Yeah. So I wanted to follow my, the desire of my heart. But my dad said no. 
Mm. He wanted to do the same things that he did. He wanted me to do the mm. same thing he did. Yeah. He wanted me to go to school, buy a house, buy a car, good mm. life, mm. and marry or something like that. She said, for that, we shouldn't come here. She said, really? for that, we could because stay, stay there, stay, stay back Pakistan. home. But if he brought us here, he was supposed to allow me to explore. Mm-hmm. And now, finally, she said, she, she's an artist. I said, mm-hmm. oh, my God. Yeah. So what we know is just education, 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 yes. But there is maybe different kind of education, yeah. an artisan education, Literature is an education. Yeah. Even for myself, when I went to social work, yeah. I wanted to go to creative writing. Right, yeah. And my daughter said, Sina, you yeah. see, it's not only parents. You guys guide us too. She said, <laughs> Mom, you are a born counselor. She said, I don't know how far yeah. that's true. Yeah. But she said, you are a born counselor. Why don't you go to social work? I said, why don't, so I, why don't, why don't I go to creative writing? Because I love writing. She mm-hmm. said, uh, it's not that, you know, the, the, the job market, yeah. Uh, with that, it's not that much, you know. Okay. You can't compete with Canadian writers, you know, because of the language, because of... Because of horror, horror, horror. Okay, if they take me, yeah, I'll go to social work. So yeah. I went to social work. Guess what? It's not only you. I didn't get what I wanted yeah. to do. And I wanted to you, go creative and writing. And then you spent every day wanting to do the creative thing. So, and yeah, it, but I didn't complain. But I didn't complain. I said, I this complain. is what we're doing. See, you guys are crying in front of you. Pressuring you. <laughs> I just said, this word is like a lecture to me. I think we have no. I don't think people understand. The fear, I just like, I just need the parents to understand. That graduation party story of the kid walking up and saying, I did this for my parents. Like, we heard that. I'll say specifically in my home, I heard that nonstop growing up. And that that put a level of pressure on education that, like, you might not see it as pressure. But it's like, imagine that you're like, these people are looking to you to accomplish, like, so much. Mm-hmm. And you're sitting there and you're hearing, oh, you need a 4.0 to get in. Oh, you need to do extracurriculars. Oh, you need... And you're meeting kids who are smarter. You're meeting all these other kids mm-hmm. who are, like, unfortunately, like, richer, who have, like, tutors, who have all that kind of stuff. And you're just sitting there like, I don't... I'm not 100% sure I can do this. Mm-hmm. I, I would want to try, but I don't mm-hmm. think I could do it. And then knowing that you put, could potentially not achieve it is enough to say. Yeah. yeah. I'll say two things. No. Oh, yeah. go okay. You go. No, you, you say that. I'll say two things. Um... First, just just piggybacking on mercy. How I see the word pressure is kind of like, if you don't do this or if you don't meet my expectations, I'll be disappointed. Mm -hmm. It's not a, you can do anything. Mm -hmm. Like, I think for us, we didn't hear it as, we believe in your capacity, in your intelligence so much that you can be a doctor. Mm -hmm. We heard it as, if you're not a doctor, you will bring shame upon this family. Oh, come on. I say, Nobody uh, said, obviously, obviously, no, I'm exaggerating. I don't, but yeah, that, that is how this, we interpret it. That's the bar is set at doctor, yeah. doctor, anything yeah. less than is less than. And, and, not, just, and right. not just doctor, mm-hmm. the tone is, and I think we, we talked, either we talked about it with Pastor Sam, either on the episode or off the episode, but we were saying, like, for us, or I think he was saying it, like, he's like, when I have kids, I want to 
I'm going to be very careful with how I communicate with them. Mm-hmm. And I want the tone to ultimately be encouraging. Yeah. And if they fail, it's kind of like, it's okay. You know what I mean? Like, you yeah, got yeah. this. Yeah. Even just, like, even just slight edits to how we communicate, yeah. it has a huge impact on us. But for yeah. us, we all, when we would achieve, when we would succeed, we didn't hear, we didn't get the praise we wanted. Mm-hmm. But then when we missed, we definitely heard yeah. then. And not just, when not just from achieve, parents, not just from parents, yeah, like from okay. all family you know, members, like, right? Like, like aunts, uncles, everyone will come out when you don't achieve to say you couldn't like, do it. Like perfect mm-hmm. example. Okay. If we get, if, and it's exactly what you said earlier about how like pain lingers more than yeah. good times. Yeah. If we come home with like a 90, we hear good job, maybe one day. If we come home with a 70, like we're hearing it for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. There wasn't there wasn't a balance there wasn't enough balance Between where we felt like ultimately you're proud of us, you believe in us. It was it just kind of came from kind of this authoritative place of mm-hmm. if you don't do this we'll be disappointed. Yeah. And to speak to what Mercy was saying or maybe she didn't say it here but we were talking about it earlier. I think parents underestimate yeah, how much we shape our lives to seek your approval yeah maybe when we're debating maybe not debate but maybe when we're arguing or maybe when we come home late Mm -hmm. it comes off as like we don't give a damn about your opinion Mm -hmm. yeah but when we're hanging out we're constantly talking about our parents yeah and we're Mm -hmm. constantly trying like how can we and we we all say like if we if we got a good job, we would want we want to we want to buy yeah, our parents buy this. We want to buy them a car. We, we all want to talk take about care. it. Oh, oh, because there's too much pressure. If we said that, you never said that. No, 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 no. It's exactly what no. you said about the pain oh. lingering. Because yeah. literally, as she's saying this, yeah. I promise you, every time I've gone a bad grade. I remember exactly like how that moment went. But the times I got a good grade, the times I did well, it was like, yeah, it's like okay, they were happy. But I don't there remember. Was, there as was much. no like yeah. I, and I'll just say this one last thing. Okay. There's this um, there's this Instagram account. It's called uh, Salam Central, and there's like this meme where this guy has to type in. You know how when you type in something in Google Translate, and then the lady says it back to you. Yeah. He typed in, "I'm, I'm proud of you, son." And he just was replaying, replaying, and replaying it to hear because he never heard it from his parents. <laughs> and he's so like crying. Sad. And maybe, maybe, and obviously, maybe I'm speaking dramatic. on behalf of like people. I I think I I heard okay. a little bit from you, but a lot of kids go their whole life without even just hearing those words of "I'm yeah. proud of you." Yeah, I mean, Gobas. and you know what the thing is? What's funny is. I feel like Loki. Sometimes you guys gas us up when you're talking to your friends. Oh, like, that's um, like kid, but then we never culture, hear it. Yeah. So why are you telling mm-hmm. your friends that? In front of others, you'll gas us <laughs> the up. The same thing that like, you tell your friends that you are going to buy a house for us. Yeah. I never heard. Oh, oh, because we know if we don't <laughs> come with you. If we, we know if we don't come with a car today. You're gonna, it's like no, this. No, we told okay. you, and now you're Let's touch upon the cultural go, difference. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Some of it is a cultural difference. Yeah. Okay. Most parents back home yeah. like uh i could say that like in, in confident most people are not saying oh i'm proud of you yeah. you know you know there is no such <laughs> a word you know <laughs> what is this 
to be proud of. You know, you are my child and you go to school, you come back with a good grade. You know? <laughs> so we don't have that kind. Right. That yeah. kind. You know, it's yeah. not in our vocabulary. Yeah. Like, I think my situation, I don't have to bring it here, but my situation and some other people like me mm. is a little bit different. I had a great dad who yeah, told me, yeah. my daughter can do this. Yeah. You know, whatever it is, there is mm. nothing that his daughter yeah. cannot achieve. Mm-hmm. You know, I have been told growing up those kind of stuff. But for most people, mm. you know, you don't speak about yourself, like highly of yourself. Even when you go for a job interview, yeah. you just speak the bare minimum. Yeah, It's this sell your life or sell, your, sell, sell, sell yourself, yourself yeah. is not there. Yeah. You don't sell yourself, you know. Mm-hmm. You speak moderately. Mm-hmm. We say, let the job speak for you. Mm-hmm. Let your work like speak your work for ethic. you. Yeah, the work ethic. Yeah. But we understand it now. For my job to speak, first I have to speak. You, speak up. Mm-hmm. you know, I have yeah. to speak. I have to sell myself. Yeah. But we don't have that back home. So most parents, you know, we don't have that kind of upbringing. Right. And then what that is one. The other thing is if I say you bring 80, if I say, oh, lady, great job, my daughter. Wow. Next time you can come with 75. No. Because. <laughs> what? Yeah. Because. Yeah. That's, because. Oh, that's I'm so okay. Yeah. yeah. But if I expect 90. So, the, so you, uh, you swear so, to keep you know, this on. Thing, you know. That that's is, so you know, funny to me. I get you. But, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. That, but that makes I may not say. No, you know, you're right. The I, way I wanted it. Which, but, is, which is partially true, yeah, right? Partially. Like, them true. having expectations did keep us on our toes. Yeah. Because yeah. we're like, you know, didn't they say shoot for what? Shoot for the stars? Shoot for the moon, even if you fall. You land on the star. How much of the parents will say that? They say, bring us back the moon? No. Or don't We are fine with the star. We are not fine with going to McDonald's or going to Tim Horton with, you know, if it's okay, if I'm happy. That is not sitting well for me. If you are going to Tim Horton, why didn't I go to school? Why did I send you, you know, why did I break my back for these two jobs? I mean, I don't mean me, but we are totally as parents. Why are we breaking our back if you are going to... Tim Horton, you can do it anytime. Yeah. So maybe we know the purpose. Right. We know the, the 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 importance of education. Right. Maybe we can go for ourselves. Yeah. How about that? I love How it. About, <laughs> do How about that? Apples? Apples? <laughs> I love that. Those yeah. yeah. So you know what I mean? I yeah. really want you to come to terms, you know, okay, our parents have points. Mm-hmm. You know, it may not have a total. We are humans. Mm-hmm. We didn't grow up with this. And another thing, in my part, I don't know, maybe other people also say, mm. I remember one time, ah, I love telling stories. Is that okay? Do we have time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. One time I used to work at Tim Hortons, mm. remember? And always these young, you know, white girls, they work with me, and they say, when we get a break, I said, oh, you know, Amy or Ashley, oh, what do you do in your spare time? Do you go to school? Why don't you go back to school? Say, oh, man, you know. I'm just figuring it out. I don't know what I'm saying. I said, oh, this figuring out business. <laughs> okay, so you figure out about your life by working at Tim Hortons. Yeah. So I say, okay, why don't you go to, you know, school? Yeah, and yeah. I always encourage them. Yeah. So one day, one girl, she said she was engaged and she brought her ring. Right. I said, oh, that's ex- oh, that's exciting. And then another on the Saturday or fourth day, you know, in the evening, 
we throw the donuts like mm-hmm. if after midnight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so she said, she asked our supervisor, oh, can I take those donuts and instead of you throwing it? There is nothing in our fridge. Me and my friends, we don't have anything. He said, oh, sure, you take it. Yeah. So she took that mm. and then I was cleaning the, the stuff and mm. she took, that's fine. Yeah. Not even a week. She mm. came back and said, oh, Roman, you know what? I'm going to quit this job. I said, what? <laughs> what? Did you get another job? She said, no, I didn't. I said, so <laughs> I remember those donuts. I said, oh <laughs> she doesn't even have a job to, 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 to take donuts home. <laughs> oh, my God. I was so terrified. I said, so you don't have a job. You are, why are you quitting? Ah, I have so much expectation for my life. I said, Tell me about it again. <laughs> so what did you do? <laughs> Honestly, I was, I was so worried. She's engaged. She said she, her wedding is coming up. Yeah. She doesn't. Oh, she said, oh, well, I have this, you know, the, the, a week. We have paid. We have been paid already, yeah, like yeah. the last two weeks. But there, there is one week, like, overlapping. Mm, she yeah. said, I have, I have that check coming. And then in the, in the meantime, I look for the job. I said, did she end up quitting? She did. Oh my God. <laughs> she did. I don't just say that word. Actually, I can, I don't want to assume that word better, but I think we're a little bit smart. So know what? Yeah. Let me tell you. Yeah. That that also shaped me, mm. and it brought me. It brought something to my mind. Mm. I have been thinking about that girl after that. I said. If anybody needs to quit this job, it needs to be me. <laughs> said, because yeah. my husband works well. Yeah. He can provide. Yeah. I, actually, at that time, I was working only Saturday, Sunday. Right. Matty was, my, my boy was little and I have to be home. Yeah. And uh, Monday to Friday, I'm not working. So right. I was working Saturday, Sunday. So if anybody quits this job, I was the one. Because yeah. my husband has a good job. We have two cars. We yeah. have our own home. You You're know, not we don't. Taking I'm not taking that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not taking everything for granted. No, I don't lose a job or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I have to be mindful when I speak this. Yeah. So, but at that time, I said, and I don't like the job because it tires me oh, out. No, you know, yeah. eight hours on oh, on well, my this, feet. Is this the shared park one. No, this, this one, one, the ninety-seven one. So, but this girl, she her wedding is coming up. And she has only one week paycheck on the making. And I'm not sure if she has any food in the fridge from yeah. last week. So then, how on earth she quits? I just couldn't understand. Yeah. It took me time. I was thinking and thinking and thinking. And on Saturday, mm. as she said, she quits. Mm. So I came up with some kind of explanation. Mm. I said, well, maybe she had good parents as you said earlier yeah maybe her dad has a business maybe her mom has a pharmacy Mm -hmm. maybe her grandparents have you know like a car business or they have you know there is something there is something for her to fall back Mm -hmm. maybe her fiance Mm -hmm. is you know like warren buffett's son or whatever (laughs) there must be something yeah. But for me, I am an immigrant parent. I have children here. I can't just drop this job, even if I have work, yeah. e- even if my husband works well, even if I have a home, mm-hmm. even if I have a car, I can't take it for granted. Yeah. But those kids, they are born here, like maybe 
50, 60 generation, mm -hmm. they are wealthy. This is the country that they belong, mm -hmm. yeah. first and foremost. Mm -hmm. So I said, but for me and for my kids, yeah. we shouldn't take things for granted. Mm -hmm. yeah. We have to work, mm -hmm. we have to save, we have to achieve. Our yeah. children have to achieve. Yeah. So that was also another eye-opening for me. I don't yeah. know how I get to this Tim Horton business yeah. talk, yeah. but... No, it's good. Um, so those kind of stuff, like they, uh, they make me question, yeah. you know, where I stand. Mm -hmm. So for my kid, let's say you quit, you have one week, one week uh, paycheck. Yeah. Let's say I'm not here and your dad is not here. Yeah, yeah. Let's say now you are in Montreal. Yeah. Can you survive with one, with one week check? You can't no. because you don't have anybody to fall back. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So that is our drive. That is what makes us push you because yeah. there is something that pushes us. It's like yeah. an urgency. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. we want you to fully be content in totally. your life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then enough for your kids. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah. And then the education. It's not about only honestly. It's not about. It's not about uh, getting good money or good job. It's also about the state of your mind. You know, mm -hmm. the more you get education, yeah. the more you will open up to the world. Yeah. You know, the more you think about your society, the more, you know, Canada, your home country, you know, yeah. this is your birthplace. Mm -hmm. You know, you want to give back mm -hmm. because your parents are first generation immigrants. Mm -hmm. And then here you are, like anybody, can, any other Canadian, you are going to school, you are achieving, yeah. you are giving back. If you want to extend more hands, you can still help back home. Yeah. And speaking of like hard work and pushing, I remember Obama, former president of U.S., said his mom took him to Indonesia or something mm. when she was married with her second husband. Mm. She used to wake him up at four o'clock in the morning. She used oh, to I wake Obama. I'm gonna tell you again. Yeah. So you it's know not how only you heard the grad story. <laughs> I heard so, 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 four o'clock in the morning, so that he can study English because I think Indonesia is a different language. So she didn't want rest in peace. You know, yeah. she was a great mother. Yeah, sure. She didn't want her son to lag be to lag behind. Yeah. But he was saying, "Oh, mom, why do I have to wake up at this?" And she was saying, "Oh, do you think I enjoy this? It's for you." Yeah. Guess what he did? What did he do? He became a president. Okay, it's only one Obama you can yeah. say. Well, you know, when it comes to achievement, it's only one person. When we push you, it's different. The reason I'm saying this is that getting up early at four o'clock, it paid off. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, his mom sure. knows about education. She was an educated person. She met his dad in, while they are educating at the university. So those kind of things were... What happened to the sky is the limit. Mm. What happened to you can do, you know, whatever your heart desires is. What happens to, where Living is that? Life. You know, for yeah. us, for example, there are some people who, whom I know that their children became an actress, like, or a singer. Mm -hmm. I don't think those parents are disappointed. Mm -hmm. What the parents, like myself, want for our children is, okay, you don't want to be a doctor. Fine. But get a good a good living mm -hmm. like make for yourself a good name mm -hmm. a good a good what do you say like, like a good a life for yourself yeah yeah for yourself that 
that lasts for your kids and the kids' kids. Yeah. I don't want you to just work some little job here and then you leave paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. That's what we don't want, you know? Yeah. I remember another lady. I'll give you this example and then I leave you alone and if there is question. Because I'm talking too much. I love it. No, no, no. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, okay, like so my, my, one of my favorite uh, writers, mm. Ayan Hirsi, she's a Somali lady. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she became actually she, she, she in in parliament in, in Dutch oh, did parliament. She? Oh yeah, she was she was in I parliament. Thought, wasn't she like okay, go on. Okay, then. no, yeah, yeah. yeah, she was in parliament, but she was an immigrant herself. No, she came. She, her life is very interesting. Wow. But you can read the book if you want. I have I have the book. I I can give you. Yeah. Actually, she was married to a Canadian Somali guy, so he was expecting her here. But she took asylum in that she didn't want to come to the guy. Oh, okay. So, because she reads a lot when she was in, in Kenya. Yeah. She was a reader. Yeah. She knows a lot. But when the guy came from here to meet her, he was kind of boasting because he just came from Canada. She uh, thought he's very shallow. She didn't want to marry him. Yeah. So, he was waiting for her here. Mm-hmm. And she was in Dutch. And then she has to work her way work as a translator and uh, buy a bike and going to work and going to school. Yeah. She did social work and then finally she became into parliament. She went into parliament. Mm-hmm. She brought her sister who said living in this country is like living in the house with no walls. Mm. Oh. She said she used to fight for every little thing when she was in Kenya and Somalia, yeah. right? You know, yeah. things are scarce. You know, you yeah. have to fight to get a job. have to fight to get your education. Yeah. And that is a purpose for our people, for most people, you know. Yeah. You fight and you win and you get what you want. Mm. Here, she doesn't have to fight. Yeah. She said it's just like there is no wall. Yeah. And the girl kind of lost it, you know. She yeah. she didn't get nowhere. And at the end, you know, her she, sister. Her sister, yeah. she didn't, you know, she went back and then... She wasn't even, you know, uh, surviving. So, oh my gosh. Yeah, she passed away later on. Yeah, it's it's very yeah. sad because, you know, the, 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 I have a reason that I brought this thing. So, but for Ayan, I know most people are critical of her, about her standing, things like that. Mm-hmm. But as a woman, I really appreciate what she did and what she make of herself. Mm-hmm. She didn't have her mom here. Actually, she said she was the least performer back home. Because she was the one who helps her mom, mm. the housework, uh, the house okay. chore. Yeah. Her sister, the one I was talking about, she was stubborn. Always she gets beaten up with her, you know, from her mom. Yeah. And she, and the boy is the boy that was the achiever. Mm. Yeah. But when she did her master's and she told her mom that she did her master, she said, oh, it's amazing of all my children who yeah, are the, the one, one who have the master's. Yeah. Do you know how devastating that is? <laughs> Sorry? Isn't it? Like it's, hearing that? that? Hearing that, yeah, that yeah, yeah. of all my kids, yeah. <laughs> you are the one who, like because she fantastic. was disappointed that she didn't get married to the guy. Mm. It's like a, she brought oh. a fame to the family. Oh. A shame to the family. Oh. Okay. I thought she was saying, like, I'm shook. Like, out of I'm all my of, kids, yeah. you're the one... Not in a good able... way. Yeah, I thought it was in a good no, way. No, oh. not in a good way. Okay. See, if I say that to you, huh? <laughs> I am being blamed for encouraging you to go to school. If I say, oh, of all my kids, you know, no, I'm just joking. Yeah. No, just no, no, I'm, I, know. <laughs> I was just trying to because understand. Because when this thing is over, you know. <laughs> I was just trying to understand what you're saying. 
Because um, like, she meant it as an insult. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing. Yeah, but this, regardless of what her mom thought, what her dad thought, mm, yeah. but she became as a strong woman. Yeah. yeah. Okay? So, for us, for parents, I don't see, like, a pressure. That's why I said, actually, I see it like a precious moment that <laughs> our nice encouragement to our switch. kids. Yeah. But, yeah. at the same time, yeah. now I came to Termes, yeah. yes, there is a lot of deficit on our behalf. Mm -hmm. You know, we should encourage you. We should say, okay, do what you want, mm -hmm. but make sure you know you are you are succeeding yeah and also this identity crisis you know mm. it it is a lot yeah. in immigrant family yeah children are born here how yeah. many times you brought a report card that says you are an ethiopian from grade one to grade oh, six yeah. Yeah, yeah. and as a lady you are canadian i don't know the teacher wrote this. I said, no, okay. tell the teacher <laughs> like in my elementary yeah. they would do like surveys yeah, yeah. yeah. No. Not survey on your card. No, but remember, like, every year, kind of like as a citizenship or whatever, they would ask, they would, I don't know, at least at my elementary, they asked <laughs> us, like, your nationality or whatever. Uh, so, because at home, I come home, I'm eating Dodo Woods. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's it was like, Ethiopian. that yeah. I, yeah. I, yeah. I would say I'm Ethiopian, yeah. as in, like, I was born back home. Yeah. But when I asked, yeah. I should have said I'm a Canadian. Yeah, a Canadian. And so, so on her report little... card, yeah. they literally write Ethiopian. Can't even judge her. I remember like signing like permanent resident. Yeah, because you, oh. you just don't yeah. know. You don't you know. know. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So that remember, I had to go to so school. Mad. Yeah. Finally, I had to go to school, oh, and, and I said, them? "Yeah, she's she's as Canadian as anybody." Yeah. As Edmontonian as anybody, she was yeah. born in Greenance Hospital. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I hammered it. So she's Canadian. She yeah. said, oh no, we didn't know. They just assume. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. for little things you are lagging behind. Let's mm. say even that wasn't a lagging behind. Right. But if you lag behind, yours will be more pronounced than mm -hmm. the white than people. The other, yeah. yeah. You know. So yeah. that is why we are pushing you. But yeah. We could do a better job, mm -hmm. of course. We could say, okay, this is what we are expecting, but if you get this and this and do yeah. life for yourself, why not? Mm -hmm. You know, we could have communicated better. Yeah. Yeah. Also, the communication is a two-way. Remember, as I said yeah. earlier, yeah. you guys totally. also need to communicate with us. Yeah. But I think at the end, uh, we are trying to figure it out. And totally. we are yeah. all resilient. As I said, we are yeah. resilient parents as immigrants. We came, we lost, we left our country so much, our parents, our land, the things yeah. we love, mm -hmm. our friends, and we came, we settled, nobody forced us. Mm -hmm. We are happy, actually, to be here, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, but the, the culture difference, the language difference, I remember after I lived, I lived here for seven years in my workplace, I had a good customer who, who always say hi to me and stop to talk to me, and mm -hmm. one day he said, Roman, when did you come to this country? I said, oh, seven years ago. And he said, so how come you have this accent uh, accent for so long? I said, oh, <laughs> I will have this accent <laughs> yeah. until the last breath, yeah. you know? Yeah. Because it's already in me. It's yeah. ingrained in me. Yeah. Yeah. You know, seven years doesn't mean anything. Yeah. So for you also, for our children, that being an Ethiopian or being an Eritrean or being a Somalian, it's on your color. Mm. It yeah. shows. Mm -hmm. mm. So the way you can come above this trouble is by 
achieving whatever right. that achievement means mm. in your level in your level mm. and you know that's what that's that's all we we want from our children yeah we are not asking actually back home we say when children are growing and having a good job and they are like a retirement plan for the, for the parents yeah. right we don't have that much retirement plan yeah. right but we are not expecting that from you our children yeah. because Hopefully, we'll take care of ourselves. Yeah. And the Canadian government is a good government. Once you hit 65, you get that CPP, you know, pension plan in this country. Yeah. If we work and contribute a little bit, we can live a decent life. Yeah. It's not, we are not counting on you guys for our pension mm-hmm. plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that is, I want you to understand from that side, mm-hmm. why are they doing that? And education is everything. Mm-hmm. But maybe you guys are born here in a land of plenty. Yeah. Back home, there is no water. There is no sanitation. Mm-hmm. Kids are still dying. Mm-hmm. You know, the University of Alberta mm-hmm. uh, did some kind of, uh, what is that, like, the parents who are dying during childbirth. I can't, I can't send you, actually. They did some clip mm-hmm. with a singer from Ethiopia, Tardela, he's a Romania singer, mm-hmm. and another girl. Mm-hmm. And they wanted this to circulate. Okay. You know, University of Alberta is partnered in doing that. Yeah. So last time, you know, I'm sitting on a board in my community, right? Yeah. So they send it to us and we watched it. Mm. I just got up and I said, I didn't have any plan to speak or something mm. like that. Yeah. But I said, you know, can you give me two minutes? I want to speak something. Yeah. You know, if it wasn't a drought, it's a war. If it's mm. not a war, yeah. our people are dying while Starving. giving childbirth. Yeah. Mm. Now, when is, when is, this will be over. Mm. When will be our children are not going to be judged because yeah. of mm. where they, their parents come from? Yeah. You know, as I said, somebody might say, oh, you dressed up like a princess. Mm. But hey, your parents came, you know, they're just poor. They mm. came like immigrating through Somalia, through Kenya, through mm. wherever. Mm. I don't want, we need to stop that. Mm. How do we do that? By achieving Mm. In number, in large mm. I don't know. That's no, what I I'm thinking. Yeah, so. no, that, yeah, that makes a lot so of sense. Perspective, yeah. Because yeah. I don't think we really have that perspective. Totally. Like we have, it's it's weird because we have a lot of Ethiopian pride. I'd say most yeah. all Habasha young people that I know, totally. insane Ethiopian pride, but mm. the pride enough Very to try true. to achieve something for the purpose of changing the image of Ethiopia. I yeah. don't think. Yeah, or yeah. it takes time, you know, it yeah. takes few generations, you know, yeah. three, four, five generations. Yeah. It's not yeah. on you, yeah. I mean, yeah. but it has to start somewhere. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and also there is some research being done. I know, uh, Lydia, I'm talking too much because mm-hmm. I don't get this thing mm-hmm. in a, maybe you may not invite me another time. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm lucky, I can talk, but there are some senses that is done that immigrant children mm-hmm. are more likely going to university and seeking mm-hmm. university education yeah. than the non-immigrant, the non-immigrant. Is it a good thing? Mm-hmm. You tell me. That being, you know, doing good, you know, I don't know. Is that a good thing? Yeah. But yeah, everything is done now. There is little to do to mm-hmm. be done. Maybe yeah. everything is achieved. Maybe is it time for, it's time maybe for Canadians to relax and just be enjoy and travel and things mm-hmm. like that but the world in general has a lot of work to do yet mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. to improve humanity or mm-hmm. human life yeah. yeah yeah 
And I think um, I love that you, you touched on a lot of things that maybe parents could could do or could have done in terms of the communication. And I think definitely on the other hand, on like on our part, we also have to, I think we have to, kind of similar to how you guys are making steps towards embracing the fact that your kids are kind of torn between two cultures. Mm-hmm. We have to kind of work on lessening that feeling of being mm-hmm. torn and not compare ourselves to, to Canadian kids. To Canadian kids because that is only a recipe for disaster. Disaster, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Constantly comparing, oh well, John's parents are like this or that's how their experiences, mm-hmm. you know, we have to embrace listen being kids of immigrants it has maybe its challenges maybe there's things we need to overcome in the communication yeah. factor but then there are so many things we benefit from mm-hmm. yeah you know the the work ethic the support all of the things that we've mentioned mm-hmm. yeah and just like you were saying how ultimately there's <clears throat> there's more good things than bad things raising your kids in this country yeah. ultimately coming from a habisha household mm-hmm. there's more good than bad yeah so we just need to yeah okay um we just need to kind of i don't know like just be aware of that because yeah. i know for me the second and maybe it just came from when i was in uni i was hanging out with Habushas more that i stopped yeah. comparing yeah but like junior Growing high up, and high so school hard. was actually High school, not as... High school, it started for me to stop comparing because I we went to Mac. Mm-hmm. And there, I, if, even though there, they weren't all Habishas, it was, like, it was all minorities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was all minorities. That comparison game kind of stopped because, in fact, some of their parents were even more stricter than ours, like the, like the Asian parents. Yeah. yeah. But definitely, like, prior to high school, I, I was constantly comparing my parents' parenting style with my white friends parenting style or their expectations versus ours and it just you know it breeds resentment it breeds frustration and at a certain point even now like i know i know maybe i hope the conversation this conversation doesn't come off as like super negative or us in our fields because mercy and me we're grown like we've graduated we've we've come to term and we've made peace with a lot of the things we were arguing i think Mm -hmm. we were kind of drawing from like our past experiences yeah but at a certain point we we need to stop we need to stop complaining or mourning maybe not complaining but we need to stop mourning over what could have been yeah and just be like you know what at the end of the day it is what it is yeah our parents did the best they could with what they had Mm -hmm. and they were also learning as they went and i think we mentioned this on the last episode too but you know you, it's not like once you have a kid, you know everything. Exactly. Yeah. You're, even if you're if you're raising the kid in the same culture you were born with, you're still figuring yeah, it out yeah, as you go. Yeah. So our parents had that on top of trying to understand a new like a new they culture, did the best that they society. could. Yeah. yeah, I think and like when you we grow did the best up, that you're we could. To realize that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and so I think just moving forward, um, because I think ultimately I think the the one of the objectives we have for this episode or episodes, this will probably be two parts, and Pastor Sam's is, we want to kind of emphasize a bit of a reconciliation between the parent and the kid. That's kind of like our hope behind these episodes because I think there might be some strain or there might be some tension because 
in those years of parents trying to figure it out and kids trying to figure it out, there can be friction, right? Mm-hmm. And now, now that we're older, for most people listening to this, if you're in uni or you've graduated, now that we've we've grown and we have the tools to understand and be compassionate towards them, now how do we move forward with that mm-hmm. relationship? Do yeah. you know what I mean? And so, yeah, I hope I would... What I would love is if people listening to this, like, listen to this episode with their parents, yeah. had a conversation about this. Even if you're not listening to this episode with your parents, if you listen to it on your own and then mm-hmm. bring up that conversation with your parents, you'd be, I think you'll be surprised at... Yeah, you'd be surprised at their explanation or their side of the yeah. story. I think parents nowadays are more willing to kind of discuss where they came from. And it... it I I wouldn't know if it's, like, based on age or anything, but I'd definitely mm-hmm. say, like, even in my own life, like, my parents are more willing to kind of un- explain why they thought this or mm-hmm. where they're coming from. And it might be that now I'm more willing to listen than I right. was back then. But I think there's bigger chances for conversations to be had now. Yeah. So for those listening to, like, definitely try it out. Take advantage of it. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, mm-hmm. just keep the perspective of the fact that, like... Like, if you put yourself in your parents' shoes, you can't help but just be like, I low-key would have done the same thing, totally. right? So like, And none keep... of us have kids. Exactly. So we really, <laughs> like, we really don't know we how it'll no be idea. when, when yeah. it's our go. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, it's good. Uh, yeah, maybe we'll for the next episode. <laughs> we'll have some other stuff. Because like, mm-hmm. we didn't touch the language part. Yeah. yeah so, but we'll, we'll, we'll discuss about that next yeah. time. Yeah. So, uh, so I don't know if I if I say what I came to say you did, you is did. we have hopes for you guys. Yeah, we have aspiration. Mm-hmm. We'll achieve. Uh, our fear is what I said. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, we might lose our children. You know, you will have identity crisis. Mm-hmm. You'll go into wrong. You know, shortcut. You know, mm-hmm. kind of things. So we thought we are. You know, having our children. You know, just you know, closer to us mm-hmm. yeah. um, and trying to push, you know, in your education and, you know, focus on achievement. Yeah. But du- during those times, maybe we might made a mistake. Yes, mm-hmm. we, did a mis- we did mistakes, so many mistakes. I apologize so many mm-hmm. times with, with, for my kids. So, but, you know, as general, we have good intention mm-hmm. for our children. Mm-hmm. What I want you to think, like the people who are listening to your podcast is, yes, my parents are pushing me this much or they are not happy when I say, you know, I'll do this, mm-hmm. you know, less achieving job. But they have a reason mm-hmm. that they have my good, best, good, best, best interest in yeah. heart. So mm-hmm. I want them to think that way. Yeah. But the conversation has to continue. Mm-hmm. Our people have to come to speak mm-hmm. with their kids, to speak even among ourselves. Mm-hmm. How can we achieve more, you know, more, uh, more mutually satisfying in yeah. a relationship between grandparents and our children. So mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, no, awesome. Yeah, it was. Uh, thank you so much time. again for yeah. inviting. Thanks mm-hmm. for being on, mom, and yeah. cutting time out in your day for thank this. You. It's yeah. my pleasure. My mom has, you know. Do you think, guys? Let let us know if you think my mom should do her own. Podcast. I think you really should. I literally, like, I'm sitting here, podcast? I'm thinking about it, and I think you really podcast should. Podcast or a YouTube channel, guys. You know, and here's the thing. You do both. I'm about to expose her real quick. She is all, you know, traditional routes, you know, do a job, do the. But there is no one 
who wants to take advantage of this country's up and coming things like my mom. <laughs> Mom out here trying to YouTube channel. <laughs> and I'm the one who's like, yeah, like try, like low key trying to talk her, talk her out of it. Yeah. But um, yeah, if you get famous one day, shout us out and yeah. Okay, thank you so much for that introduction. Uh, I, I'm humbled, <laughs> but what I wanted to say is, you know, honestly, if this discussion you know, inspire other parents yeah. and other children yeah. to speak about this thing. Yeah. You know, this is more important totally. than being famous. Online. I think <laughs> not. Not existing. <laughs> but you, but you also want to be on. You want to be oh, famous too. Absolutely. Yeah. Who doesn't? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much Thanks, for bearing Ma. with my thick accent. No, you were awesome. Awesome. Yeah? It was not. Always yeah. love talking to you. Thank you. I Thank you so much. And yeah, me. hope you guys enjoyed. Um... We're going to play our outro, outro in, in three, two, one. one.